is Jeff Linder, head men's basketball coach of the University of Wyoming Cowboys, and you're listening to The Whole Show on 1310 KFKA. Just 18 minutes after the 1 o'clock hour, welcome back into The Whole Show, powered by Chevron. And well, 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 look who showed up for us, Cody Tucker. Of seventy two twenty sports dot com. Thanks for picking up your phone, Cody. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good, my friend. Hey, anytime we get a chance to get Mister seventy two twenty sports dot com on the show, you know we'll take it. So if we miss the show, it's okay. I appreciate that, my friend. It doesn't sound like I missed a whole lot. Nothing going on with Mountain West basketball. Nothing. Nothing going on in the world of sports, so I think we're good. Yeah, this Mountain West battle, I mean, it's just absolutely insanity, Cody. I I don't know. I mean, now now what's interesting here, how about this if you're a Cowboys fan? You know, you're looking at going, we could ruin the Rams party. We could go (laughs) beat the Rams. And maybe that wouldn't all the way knock them out, but it would be pretty close. Well, yeah, and I was just discussing that with a friend at lunch, and uh, you could really ruin their parade, and it would be kind of mean because Colorado State has been very – the Colorado State community has been very good to Wyoming this last hey, week. No question. Car yeah. Big thank you to everybody down there. Um, when I I, I got to admit, man, I'm, I'm kind of a blockhead and a caveman and all that good stuff on the outside, but when I saw that social media post from the girls' swim team at Colorado State, that said Wyoming on her arm and a bucking horse on her cheek. It actually got me kind of emotional, and it was really cool to see uh, the rivalry put to the side here for a second and see people coming together. It's been awesome. Such a such a terrible situation, of course, last week, Cody. Um, and I know that's been difficult for it's, that's. I mean, you get into the sports world to cover sports, and nobody think you know you don't think you're going to cover these kind of stories, but just so absolutely absolute tragic. But I will yeah. say, Cody. Oh, go ahead, Cody. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, man, it was kind of hard. You know, I, I was pretty hard on the basketball team on Saturday night. They got out rebounded by Boise State, thirty to six, in the second half, and you know, it really looked like they kind of waved the white flag, in my opinion. And you know, I got to thinking about it. I was a little harsh on them. I mean, these are, you know, they might not have known these swimmers. They might not have known, you know, been friends or anything like that. But they're classmates. They're peers. They all eat lunch together in the same building. They work out in the same areas. And, you know, it's it, who's to tell – who am I to say that uh, they're not really feeling it and uh, that hasn't weighed on their minds heavily this week? No question, man. I mean, and again, too, when you're – I mean, if you're an athlete, or I guess if you're any person, if you're in a, in a job and you see someone of a similar job pass away or something, I guess maybe sometimes even if you don't know them, it could still hit home. Like, wow, they're a student athlete. That could have been us on a bus, too. So that part hits. And then obviously you're just devastated for – for the students, uh, for the families, and everything, you know, everybody surrounding these three, these three, uh, these three people. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, it's just the the facts. You know, kids that go to Wyoming, there's Fort Collins is the biggest urban area, and they go down there to eat and go down there to shop and stuff like that. And I have no doubt most of these athletes at Wyoming probably thought that could have been me. Um, I've been on that highway numerous times myself, and it could be any one of them. And it's not only classmates and everything; it's somebody your age. And it's just, uh, it's really hard to deal with. And, and Wyoming, the Wyoming community has been hit so hard by, by crashes on yeah. 287. And it's just uh, another one in the long list of unnecessary uh, losses of life, unfortunately. Cody, talk to us about their um, their GoFundMe page. They wanted to raise $60,000 to aid yeah. in offsetting funeral expenses. Well, I think it's safe to say they're going to meet that goal. 
Yeah, and I, you know, I haven't looked today, but it was about 120,000 yesterday. So they pretty much doubled up. And once again, big shout out to Colorado State fans and Mountain West fans in general. I saw some Boise State and some New Mexico, and wow. it was just, it's really cool to see that kind of stuff. And, you know, one of the swimmers who passed is from South Africa. Um, so, you know, it's, it's to help with the cost of the funeral and the travel and stuff like that. And I, I can't imagine what those families are going through, but I can imagine they're they're getting a little peace knowing that uh, they sent their kids to the right place. Yeah, I think that, uh, again, the story is so awful. It, it, the situation yeah. is so awful. Unfortunately, Cody, we are in that world where this stuff happens. Um, we don't, we can't explain it, whatever. But I tell you, when you see the the aftermath and it's a positive like this, that that helps a little bit. You know, it's, it, it, I don't yeah. know how much it helps the family at the time. Obviously, the money does, but I think the surrounding community looks at that and goes, "Wow, this is you know, this is what it's all about: helping each other out." Yeah, it is. It's been really special to see all these people come together. And and what really stuck out to me is the people who chose to put their names on the GoFundMe. Uh, you know, Larry Nance, his family, him and his wife, mm. they they donated five thousand bucks. You see Logan Wilson's name on there. You see current players, quarterback Evan Svoboda's on there, and it's just really cool to see the current and former players. That this place was really special to, to pretty much everybody who stepped foot through here. I mean, it's just. It's special. It's one university, and it's our only university in, this, in the state. And, you know, we all share that bucket horse uh, if you're from here. We all share that. That's our, our brand. So everybody plays for it, and it was just really special. And it's it, But to see rivals like Colorado State, which, you know, I mean, let's be real. I haven't had anything really nice to say about Colorado State my entire life. That, that really got me, uh, seeing how special – They've treated this, and they're going to have a moment of silence on Saturday inside Moby. It's it's going to be surreal. Yeah, no no question about it. And so, how do you get up for this kind of game? You know, if you're Wyoming, you know, I mean, obviously CSU is going to be emotional too. But if you're Wyoming, is it? Are we getting to the point where okay, it was a rough season anyway? Let's get this thing over with here. Or is the mindset like, man, we can win a couple games here and we can get hot in the Mount West? Or is there just so much? so much surrounding this team and the programs and, and Wyoming at this stage. Well, I tell you what, that, that 20 point loss to Boise state, it was, you know, that second half was brutal uh, to get outboarded like that. I mean, just Boise state just took him to the woodshed in that second half. And I got to admit at that point, I thought, wow, they've completely waved the flag. I mean, this is, this might be it for the season here. Uh, but last night, man, they proved me wrong. They came out and played yeah. unbelievable defense. They gave up what 23 points in the first half to a, to a team that, I mean, UNLV looks like NBA dudes getting off the bus. I mean, they're a really, really talented bunch, and they seem like they can just kind of turn it on and turn it off whenever they want. So Wyoming played really tough last night. Uh, scrappy, it was a lot like the Colorado State game. They got scrappy there at the end and forced some turnovers and hit their free throws and turned that thing into an overtime. Actually had a shot at the buzzer to win it and uh, just kind of ran out there in the second in the overtime frame. But they showed last night that they're not uh, they're not crapping the bed here. And Linder has said numerous times this year, there's a lot of teams in this country, when it comes to February, if they're not winning, they fold the tent and they're ready to go home. And he has sworn up and down that this is not this team. And I think they really turned the corner last night. You know, yeah, it was another loss. It's three in a row. It's four in a row at home. It's six of the last seven. The optics are not great, but they feel like they're close. And, you know, they have at, they're have they at Colorado State, of course, which is going to be tough. CSU, obviously, heartbreaker last night, heartbreaker in Laramie. Uh, they're going to have a lot to prove. They're on the bubble very much now. And then you play an Air Force team and at Fresno State, two, two games you think you can win. So 
I think the Cowboys, I talked to Mason Walters about it last night. I said, can, can this team really create chaos in the Mountain West tournament? And he thinks they can get that first one for sure, and then who knows after that. Well, and, and that's that's the thing. And, and regardless of what ends up happening in that tournament, you know, I, it still means something for this program. If they could, if yep. they could win and beat CSU both times this year, well, at least there's that. Yeah, man, and uh, easier said than done. When I was a kid, Wyoming used to walk into Moby and win regularly, uh, but that has not been the case over the last decade plus. And uh, you have to believe that CSU team is going to be unbelievably motivated. Um, they're they're still pissed at Wyoming for the first game, and then they have to be beside themselves last night to lose a game that way without Keenan Blackshear even on the floor. They have to be just beside themselves. They don't they don't lose at home much any these days, so. I expect CSU to to bring it. Not to mention Isaiah Stevens' final final time at Moby. It's a huge hill to climb. It's going to be really really tough. But the Cowboys have to be in. I know Jeff Linder's preaching that mindset though. Ruin CSU's year. You can do that right now. Yeah, and that's that's got to be the thing. That's your motivation, and it's going to be a yep. packed house. There's, I mean, I know. People have been talking about this one for a very long time, especially after Wyoming did what they did to CSU, uh, yep. a, you know, several weeks ago. So this is going to be the mobiest of mobies, I would imagine, yes, Cody. It's going to be wild. I'm so thankful they seat us in the middle of the student section too. That's really nice. Of them. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping the moment <laughs> of silence might might tone down some of the brutality there because it's tough, man. That's a that court. They're right on top of you and. I remember interviewing Finnis Dembo, uh, obviously a Wyoming legend, and I, I brought up you know BYU and Utah and the pit and how tough it was to play there. And he said, man, do not underestimate Moby Arena. Those people are right on top of you, and they hate your guts, and it makes for an unbelievable atmosphere. Yeah, it, it should be interesting to see what happens. And I know for Colorado State now, they're looking at it going, hey, we have to beat Wyoming. We have to beat Air Force. We might have to win a game in the tournament now. Suddenly yeah. they've put what they've lost four out of their last five, so they're in a they're in a very interesting spot. Yeah, Cowboys were in the spot two years ago when they lost. They took a took an L in Moby, and they really had to pull off some wins there at the end, and they had to beat UNLV on their home court to start the Mountain West tournament, or they're not making the uh, the first four. So it's uh, it's tough, but you know the Mountain West is so good this year. You just you got to win, and you really have to take care of business at home, and uh, that one hurt. That one hurt for CSU last night. For oh sure. my god, it was awful, man. I mean, it's just you—you you do everything it takes to get yourself in a position to tie it. Isaiah comes up with a beautiful shot, and then to end it like that. Oh, I almost say I'd rather be blown out. <laughs> I'd rather be blown <laughs> yeah. out than these kind of games. Well, and I tell you, that's what's kind of sucked about this year with the Cowboys. I mean, 15 losses, 13 of those have been by double figures, and it's just really disheartening at times. But. Last night, I mean, I give them a lot of kudos. They really played their tail off on the defensive end of the floor. They just need to find consistency. And maybe this team is such a mishmash, uh, you know, island of misfit toys that maybe late in the year is when they finally start to gel and start to put together some consistency and they do it at the right time and ruin a few seasons here coming up. Cody, what is the feeling around Jeff Linder at this point? Um, I know Jeff obviously was frustrated with the attendance and, and you yeah. know, ultimately it's not the season that you wanted here. There's been a lot of notable players, which is the day and age we're in, but they, they're coming and going. What is the feeling around Jeff Linder? Uh, maybe, you know, both with the program and, and the fans. Well, I feel like Jeff and this team have kind of jumped in the foxhole together, um, and they're kind of us against the world, maybe even, I'm putting words in their mouth, obviously, but maybe even us against our own, like, we need to take care of each other, nobody believes in us kind of thing, which is great. Um, I thought last night it said it spoke volumes. Aquel Cott has hit two buzzer beaters this year, 
Sam Griffin came up to him on that final timeout and said, I want the ball. I want the shot. Obviously, he didn't make it, but I love that Jeff said, all right, you know, you've been our leading scorer all year. You got the shot. Knowing full well that we were going to come in there after the game, reporters, and say, uh, why mm. is the Quail Scott getting a shot? He's proven he can do this. Um, so I love that. I love that part. Um, you know, the fans kind of took it the wrong way, uh, <laughs> you know, about the attendance thing. And, you know, there's some fans that are still very much in his camp, and there's other fans that – are now using it as a talking point to mock him when they see all those empty yellow seats in the arena like they did last night, in which my rebuttal is, oh, are you here? Are you here? Are you taking pictures on TV? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, you need to be here. And if you're if you're going to bitch, you need to be here. So that's my opinion anyway. But I feel like, uh, you know, I, I don't think people – people are still not over last year. They're not over Graham E.K. and, and not playing a, a single second and, and him leaving and then the entire roster leaving and – I think I think people are kind of shell shocked to go from the NCAA tournament two years ago to the drama filled nightmare that was last year to a bunch of ragtag dudes from NAIA and Division Two that have really been you know probably better than they were supposed to be. They were picked to finish tenth. Uh, it looks right now that they're going to finish eighth in a really really tough conference and come away with a couple of big wins over Nevada and CSU, and they still have an opportunity to knock off CSU again. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, Hopefully fans ultimately realize the devil you know, because finding the yeah. right guy to come into Wyoming, be able to get some of those names that Jeff Linder was able to get, I, I, I don't know uh, if there's a lot of those guys that can come in and do that right now. So you got to be very careful here as far as like some of the pressure being put on, on Coach Linder, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and you know what, Brady? You're down in that neck of the woods. Can you imagine that team he had two years mm. ago? Those guys were all earmarked for you and Right, right. Yep. Can you imagine Jer- Jeremiah Oden and Graham E.K. and Marcus Williams and the list goes on. Xavier Ducell all playing at UNC. You might as well just hang the damn banner. I, I'm looking at Angel across the the way. He was a he's an, a UNC alum, and he's like you know dreaming right now. He's like, oh yeah, yeah we would have won a lot of games back then, man. A lot, a lot of games. So, and he was beating Jeff Linder was beating Wyoming consistently when he was at UNC. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he's a I, I I'm a big fan of Jeff Lender. I, I like his approach. It's a different approach. It's a different personality, but I, I really like it. So hopefully, people can ultimately realize what they got. Give this guy time, especially in this you know the the nil world that we're in. It's nuts. I think he's just he's not a raw raw guy. And when you see him on TV, he he looks like his dog just died about ninety nine percent of the time. He's pissed off. He's you know coaching his players. Yeah, you know. Never smiling, never getting jazzed, stuff like that. So I think he's not the kind of guy who's going to go out and shake hands and kiss babies. And, you know, that's not every coach isn't like that. And, and successful coaches aren't all like that. But I think that kind of rubs some people the wrong way. But we had a coach down here, just like you guys had in Greeley, Joe Glenn, who would kiss every baby in sight and any piano that was within his uh, range. You know, he's playing Cowboy Joe on it and uh, he's taking the bronze boot all over the state. And, you know, he was just that kind of guy, but the winds didn't follow, unfortunately. Uh, would love to have that guy for life, but the winds just didn't follow. So, I don't know. I, I think Jeff Linder's personality is really strong, and some fans don't love it, and uh, that's tough. I mean, if he was winning, they wouldn't care. Yeah, you win. You know, it obviously puts a lot of those things to rest, and you don't have to yeah. stress about it as much. Cody, while I have you, I, yeah. asked, uh, I asked our Buffs insider this, too. I'm going to ask you, um, Court Storming, are you in or are you out? What do you think of Court Storming? <laughs> I... I, I don't know. I guess I'm in the camp. I'll let them have fun. I'll let them do their thing. You know, when you beat Colorado State coming back from 11 with 55 seconds to go, sure. But find a way to protect the other team. 
you know, because one of these days, one of those guys from the other team is going to knock somebody's block off, and that's all there is to it. I mean, I'm surprised the Duke cat didn't beat that guy up. So. I am too. Yep. But he was also a, a huge baby afterwards, and he's the one who threw his leg out in the first place. So I don't know. I mean, let him have fun. You know, Jeff Linder's been talking about it. Basketball needs to be an event. And, and he, I will say, Linder said last night that they do need to get rid of court storming. But maybe the. Maybe the you know court storming when it's not necessarily necessary. You know what I mean? Like well, not and, just doing it to do it, but it has to be a huge win. Yeah, and, and you got to be able to get them. They got to have time to get off of there. So I mean, I don't know if you can if you can delay it by five seconds or whatever. But these guys, as soon as that buzzer hits, they especially that Duke game, they were on the floor like as the buzzer is hitting. They swarmed. No out doubt, there, man. Yeah, I guess I'm not in either camp. I'm not, you know, get off my lawn, but I'm also, you know, I want them to have fun and all that stuff. But I just make it big, you know, if it's a big win. Like, if CSU beats Wyoming on Saturday, please don't. Yeah, yeah. Do you you think know, they, that, yeah, that right. kind of thing. Yeah, I know. But Wyoming, Wyoming football, every time they beat Colorado State and Laramie, they rush the field because it's just, you know, it's a huge game. It's a, you know, it's the trophy game. It's the, it's the everything kind of game. I'm not about to say it's the Super Bowl because it's not, but it's, it's a big deal. Cody, appreciate your time as always, man. And, and again, you know, you putting stuff out about um, the terrible situation from last week. I really appreciate yeah. you doing that. I know that is a difficult task, especially when, you know, you guys like us, we spend our life talking about sports. And, yeah, we get into the wins and losses, and it's very serious. And then when you have to transition and, and do a story like that, I know that's very difficult, man. So thank you for putting that yeah. out there for us. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's not fun, and we're we're a tight knit. You know, we're the least populated state in the country. It's a tight knit community. So, uh, really, once again, want to reiterate, appreciate everybody out there who's contributed, especially down there in Fort Collins. That's really cool. Yeah, well, one of my texters agrees with you on the whole court storming thing. Cody votes for freedom because I was <laughs> I'm anti court storming. Cody, I really I am I am yes I am the get off my lawn guy. I have decided. I could be swayed with a case of Coors <laughs> and a log of Copenhagen. No, uh, no craft beer for you, my friend. Just a Coors original, and away we go. Yep, that's right. All right, my man. Cody, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Have a good day. Cody votes for freedom, is what Flying Dutchman says. Uh, Co- Cody's kind of for it. Mark says he doesn't give a damn about it. He's <laughs> like, why are you even asking me this? Stupid. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, well... When people are almost dying out there on the floor, Angel, because of the court storming. You know, Caitlin Clark is lucky to be here at this stage. They were going at her so fast. So just be, we got to be careful out there. They're like a bunch of Travis Kelsey's charging Andy Reid in that Duke game. I mean, come on. 37 minutes after the hour. Angel, let's jump out real quick and get the latest on the local sports flash.